Hey everyone, welcome to the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. I'm your host, Meg Ricci, and this podcast series is about demystifying women's hormonal issues and struggles and all the stuff that falls in between, the little things that fall through the cracks. And you know those like the dust balls of life. You know those little dust balls that get stuck under the rug? It's kind of a metaphor for our lives. All these little things that just don't seem to go away. They get in the way of us feeling incredible not just feeling good, but incredible. I want you to be the best version of you. That is what this show is about. So if you like what you hear, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And if you also like what you hear, please, I invite good reviews. It brings other women to the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. And if you would like to work with me and become a client, you can find all my contact information at megrechichi.com. I would love to have a conversation We can take a deep dive together and figure out and strategize how you would benefit from working with me and change your life and give birth to a new version of you. I love it. I get so excited when I work with each client to bring them to that point. It's fabulous. It just, it fuels my soul. It fuels the work that I do and and it fuels the conversations that I have with you here on the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. So my intention during all these episodes is to explore and take a deep dive into the struggles that you have to help you explore ways to enhance and optimize your health, your energy, help you manage stress differently, to find joy, to live in your heart more, and to also have a rocking, extraordinary libido. It's such an issue for people. Your libido is important. Your libido is what is part of your creative self. It's your joie de vie. It's not just about what happens in the bedroom. It's what you're expressing out there in your life. What do you want to give birth to? What do you want to create in the world? You're supposed to have a fabulous libido in your 20s. And a lot of women on birth control, their libido has just gone out the window. They don't even have a point of reference because they've been on the pill so long. You're supposed to have a libido through perimenopause and menopause and postmenopause, we're always supposed to have a libido. And there's ways that you can bring that back and reclaim it. It's an important part of who you are. Whether you are in or out of relationship, I always want you to have that. It's a celebration of, of being a woman, of being in the world. Another thing that I see is I think so many of us, and that's happened to me from time to time, We forget how important it is to feel good. We've forgotten what it feels like to feel good. You know, one time I was out to dinner with Brittany Henderson. It's the first time we met and we're sitting down to dinner. And she's probably one of the best thyroid docs I know. And she's in Charleston and she actually works with women in Georgia. And she's like one of the best, I would say, on the East Coast and takes a real functional approach. So anyway, we're sitting there at dinner and I was telling her about my thyroid and some of the symptoms I was having because I have thyroid issues. And she just looked at me. And she said, you know, you don't realize how good you can feel. I said, what are you talking about? She said, your thyroid's off. And she said, you don't have the energy that you're supposed to have. You're not optimal. And I had for years, I've worked with different people. I just got used to having energy that was okay. When she tweaked it and we did a lot of tweaking, I went, oh my God, I really can feel better. And every time 
I work on other health issues, which I am right now working on addressing mold and mycotoxins. I just found out the other week. I lived in Charleston for seven years and was exposed to a tremendous amount of mold in three different places. And this mold was causing a lot of different symptoms. And I've been, since I moved to Atlanta, really working on clearing that even before I got the results back. And I, again, I went, oh my God, this is like over the months. I'm like, I'm feeling really good. And I realized I can even feel better than what I'm feeling now. I feel so many of us have lost our point of reference of how good we can feel. And we're supposed to have the energy we had when we were kids and teenagers. We maybe shouldn't be as daring as my brothers swinging in trees and falling down and breaking arms. And, and they did. I used to remember somebody would fall out of a tree in the backyard and it would be like, ah, we got to bring him to Dr. Lawrence. John just broke his arm. I mean, they would just do wild things, get go fishing and get fish hooks stuck in their face and their ears, and, except we're a little smarter now. We watch ourselves, but you can have amazing energy. I had a young woman the other week and 28, and she told her dog, I'm really tired. And he said, well, that's because you're getting older. I said to her, you need a new doctor. That is not why you're tired. You should have the energy of a rocket. We just have to figure out what's going on with you. Yes, we have lost that point of reference. And I want to help people reclaim their energy. So last weekend, I attended a great two-day seminar given by Todd Watts and Jay Davidson. And they have a company called Cellcore. And they have some incredible products. They're really on the cutting edge of detoxification and what that really means. So during this two-day seminar, which I was so thankful I could attend live and not do on a Zoom screen, it was so good to see people in person. And we explored environmental toxins and pesticides and chemical toxins and heavy metals and mold and mycotoxins and parasites and emotional toxins. And these toxins are getting in the way of why people are not healing, getting in the way of they are the issues that are behind so many autoimmune issues and gut issues and mental health issues. And a lot of people potentially having long haul issues with COVID. We have to look at how well are we detoxing? You know, in Chinese medicine, the immune system is referred to as Wei Qi. How strong is our immune response? We can be exposed to something, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to land us in a place where we have to be on antibiotics or in the hospital. How do we build our immune system? What is compromising our immune system? All these toxins that are in the world. I look at ways of detoxing now so differently than I did 25 years ago with clients. So their philosophy is before you can start to truly detoxify someone, you have to open up drainage. And I've been saying that for years, except I use a different analogy. When you have a pool and the filters are clogged in the pool and the water is murky, what are you going to do? Continue to put clean water into the pool until it continues to dilute? Or are you going to go to the drains and figure out why the drains are being clogged? The drains that are getting congested in our bodies are the liver ducts, the gallbladder duct, the lymphatic system, the bowels, the kidneys. We have to look at all of this, open up those filters before we can even bother to detox someone. If somebody is 
experiencing constipation, I can't do anything until I address that first, whether they have PCOS, whether they're dealing with fertility issues, if they have Sjogren's, if they've had breast cancer, I have to address the bowels because nothing's going to get out of you if it doesn't go through the bowels. And another important aspect of healing is looking at the heart, dropping down into the heart. All healing takes place through the heart. It's not just a something there to pump blood, to deliver a continuous flow of oxygen and nutrients to the brain and the organs. It's more than that. It's where all healing takes place. It's what I was taught in Chinese medicine. It's what we've been taught in so many different modalities. You have to enter the heart. It's once you do, it's where the rebirth of your health starts. It's where that deep healing takes place. And it's not just about detoxing the physical body, but it's also about detoxing emotions and old energetic stuff that we hold onto on a cellular level. And I'm going to share with you an experience that happened to me at the seminar. It was really quite surprising. So again, in Chinese medicine, a woman's uterus is considered the small heart. It is not just a, a place where we can potentially give birth to a child but each month it is the opportunity to give birth to new ideas, new concepts, new way of being in the world. And even women that have passed through into menopause and postmenopause, I look, and as many women, look at your cycle each month as an opportunity. What are you going to give birth to? What can you focus on each month? And the beauty of our menstrual cycle, it's about what are we cultivating in our lives? How do we nurture? How do we create? How do we co-create? How do we give ourselves permission to give ourselves what we need? And it is not selfish to do that. It's our divine birthright. And so many times, and I've said this in other podcasts, when stuff lands in the uterus, when we start having ovarian cysts and endometriosis and polyps and PMS, and you're struggling with hot flashes and PMS and PCOS, and other hormonal imbalances, your body, your soul is saying, hey, please pay attention. I'm talking to you. Something is out of balance. We need to address this. You need some help. And maybe what you need is to work with a practitioner like myself to help you figure out what is it that you need to create balance in your life. And because so many of us, you know, what I always hear is, you know, clients will even say, yeah, I realize I'm doing too much. My work is consuming my life. I can't seem to turn it off when I go to sleep at night. So how do we create, how do you create the time to create balance in your life and prioritize that so you can be the best version of you? And the title of today's podcast, Darling, You Are Perfect Just the Way You Are. So a lot of times we say, oh my God, why is this happening to me? It's more about why is this happening for you? I define perfection as doing the very best we can in each moment. So I'm delighted that I have a fabulous guest and will join us in just a moment. Her name is Dr. Alicia Newsom, and we're going to explore this topic together. I just met Alicia recently. She is an incredible women's health practitioner of functional medicine 
and that success coach. Alicia helps women reclaim their lives by helping them understand their body, their hormones, their digestion, their fertility, and take on life's most important questions. And she and I are in a 12-month virtual program that's headed by Dr. Isaac Jones. He's such a cool guy. It's the Health Experts Alliance, and it's this great program that helps practitioners like myself of functional and integrative medicine, helps us to go to the next level in the work we do, to excel at what we do so we can help you excel at what you do and help you embrace the wins in your life and have the most incredible energy. I love this program because it is so shifting the way I am and how I care for my clients and how I also care about what you're hearing on the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. So before I bring Alicia on, I'd like to share that story. When I was in the seminar this weekend, and it was towards the end of the seminar on the second day, and you know, from time to time, we were breaking up in groups and working on different issues. So in this segment of the workshop, we were working on negative emotions. And how do we address that? How do we clear that? And part of the program or the big part was about muscle testing and applied kinesiology and discovering which supplements were best and what issues people may have been struggling with. And I'm going to edit a lot out and just get to the point. So I was working with this wonderful midwife, great practitioner, and she had a vial in her hands that represented negative emotions, and she placed it on my forehead, and then she placed it on my cheeks, and she was going to scan different parts of my body. When she placed it on my cheeks, I suddenly felt my knees feel as if they were going to buckle, and I started to cry, I mean, uncontrollably weeping. And Todd Watts, who was one of the people giving the seminar, came over, he put his arm around me. And Cheryl, the woman I was working with, looked at me with great concern and compassion. And then another friend of mine, Pam, came over and she told me later, she said, I felt very protective of you in that moment. And Todd said, Meg, do you want to share what, what's coming up for you? And I said, Todd, when I was four or five years old, my mother had, was giving me a bath. And for whatever reason, out of anger or frustration, or I'm not sure what happened, but she held me down in the bathtub and I nearly drowned and I passed out and I had a life death experience. And I remember when I came to, I heard my mother screaming my name, Margaret. And it was extraordinary. And for me, what that moment represented, it wasn't like, oh my God, I have to work on these issues again. I've worked on a lot of trauma, a lot of health issues over the years, but it was like, wow, it's, how this can be stored on a cellular level. As I said, I have mycotoxin issues. I have, I've had sinus stuff and, and issues with respiratory things that had a lot of it recently with mold. Well, the sinuses and the lungs are about grief. So it was a way, again, in that moment of releasing and letting go and having others bear witness to that release with love and compassion was so powerful. And I was really, I felt very blessed to, to have these people there to bear witness to that moment that I was having. So on that note, I'm so thank you for allowing me to share it with all of you, because I know many of you go through difficult things. So I would love to bring Dr. Alicia or Alicia Newsom on the show. And my love, welcome to the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. So glad to have you here. 
Hello, hello. I'm Meg. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, you are welcome. And I want you to share your story. Tell us about you. Tell us about your practice and working with women. You have a rich history. You're also a chiropractor. You've, you're a mom. You're planning on potentially having another child. You've gone through a lot of bumps. Do you want to share your journey? Yes, of course. That's kind of led you to where you are as as a practitioner with the women you're working with today that we get to take a deep dive and talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess kind of starting in my childhood, I was very active. I was an athlete, but I also broke my bones often. I broke my arm two years in a row and I had a lot of different health issues as far as um, I had really bad cystic acne. And at the time, the doctors, the only thing they recommended was to put me on birth control at a very young age. They also gave me another medication that was super toxic. Um, It eventually got taken off the market. What was it? It was Accutane. I think it's back on. Oh, no, they're still giving it to people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That medication is really toxic. Yes, it Um, is. And it used to dry out my skin and my lips and everything. So I had that and I'd have to get injections in my face and things like that to deal with the acne. And then when I went to college, I started having really bad asthma attacks. I was went to a D1 school and I was on the rowing team, but I couldn't get through practices because my asthma was so bad. And then um, that's about the same time I started dealing with a lot of depression and weight gain and everything after that in college, I ended up meeting a chiropractor that just kind of explained to me how the body works and that, you know, I wasn't sick or I didn't have headaches or back pain because my body was lacking Advil, you know, I didn't have acne because my body needed birth control, you know, there was a root cause. And that's kind of what took me down my journey of natural health care. And I went into school and became a chiropractor And then when I was in practice, there was just a lot of things happening in my life. At that time, I was in a really bad marriage. And then I had also had two kids back to back. And I was exhausted all the time. While I loved being a doctor and working with patients, I really felt trapped and like I was just kind of drowning at that point in my life. And like I said, I was exhausted. And then Because of that, all the stress in my life, my adrenals were all thrown off and causing all types of other issues with my thyroid and everything, a lot of issues. And I just kind of hit a point where I was just like, I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. And I really started to invest in myself, um, invest in my health. I had to file bankruptcy, but then I, I hired a financial coach to kind of help me move through. And really from there, my life just kind of took off. I divorced my husband, just been able to really create a space where my kids thrive. I've been able to build multiple businesses. I've been a consultant to the top research companies in the world. And and, and if I can just interject, because I think women should hear this, you kind of financially, money, you hit rock bottom. Yeah, I did. You had a van. Can you share with people? Because sometimes people don't realize, you know, people hit lows. Yeah. And 
Based, I mean, you you had a like you had two babies. You had to raise those kids. Yeah, I did. At the time that me and my former spouse we separated, he took the car with him. So we just had one car, and we had two at one point, but that one ended up getting totaled. So when we separated, he took the vehicle, and I was there with two kids. They were two and three at the time, or one and two, something like that. But either way, they were both still in car seats and I'd have to try to figure out how to get them to daycare so then I could get to my practice. And, you know, it's so embarrassing just the Uber showing up and the last thing they want to see is a mom with two car seats and two kids, you know, to help get all that situated in the car. But yeah, I ended up having a a friend of mine, someone that I knew that knew someone and they sold me their van for like a thousand dollars. And I mean, I really just... People would talk about me too. They they would call it like your Astro van and stuff like that. But I was like, I don't care. It gets me from point A to point B. By the way, I've heard good stuff about Astro vans. <laughs> so it may not be the, the prettiest car, but it, it. But the point is, you did what you needed to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. To change your life. So please continue. I just wanted to point that out because I think it's important for people to know. It's- yeah, thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, I really just, I buckled down with my finances and really, even after I started making lots of money, I still drove that van because I just had other goals and I was really focused on paying off my debt. So I drove that van until literally I couldn't drive it anymore. I think it stopped in the middle of the road on me on like Barrett Parkway. It was a busy area in Atlanta. And I was like, okay, I have to do something else now, you know? So um, I did end up getting me a better vehicle. But really, I just transformed my life. I spent a lot of time with doing inner healing, working on my mindset, dealing with triggers and trauma from my past, because I'm really big on we co-create the dynamics in our relationships and in our lives. And with my former spouse, I could have a whole kind of rap sheet about what he did. You know, I could say that you know, he cheated and he did this and, you know, just all types of things, but he could be 97% wrong. But if I don't deal with my 3%, I will take that 3% or 50%, whatever it is into my next relationship and co-create those exact dynamics. So that was where I spent a lot of my time and work was just really empowering myself and getting myself together. And now I'm remarried. I have a fabulous husband. He's completely supportive of everything that I do. I have amazing in-laws and my daughters are just really in a place where they can thrive. They're doing really good in school and now they're much, much older. But it was really important for me that they, they saw their mother. I didn't ever want to look back and they asked me why I didn't leave, you know? And sometimes as women, we have relationships that we're stuck in. It may not be with a partner, but it could be with anyone, just toxic relationships in our lives. That was courageous. I mean, for you to do, that's a big deal to leave a marriage and just trust that it's going to work out even with the van. Yeah, it was really hard. I had a lot of mental blocks around it. I grew up very religious and Mm-hmm. You know, getting divorced is not something that you do. <laughs> but believe yeah. it or not, the pastor that I, the church that I went to at the time, the pastor was like, you need to leave him. <laughs> I love you to love that. Yeah. You know, you brought up something, if if I could just touch on that. I, I was taking a, a walk with a, a friend of mine 
yesterday in the afternoon. And I had brought up, I had a really good friend of mine, Michael Wyman, and I took a course with him like in my 20s, mid 20s, and it was called The Power of Acknowledgement. And one time he pulled me aside and he said, until you have to take responsibility for every single thing in your life. So the things that you feel that other people did to you or didn't happen to you, or you felt a victim of, you have to own it. And once you own it, then you, you've you created freedom. You're like in control of your life. It's your life. And so frequently, you know, and we all go through periods where we're really pissed off at people and exes and we want to see them. My friend would say, I just wanted to see him under the bus. It <laughs> was just a visual. Not that I wanted to do it, but that under the bus image felt really good at times. But the big point, the issue or the point I'm trying to make, and I, and I would love for you to elaborate on this, it's like even with our health, it's like what steps are we going to take to be responsible for what's going on in my life? You know, if there's – and I want to get back to your story, but I just wanted to pull this in and I, I'm going to have you elaborate. You know, how do we lean into that and know that even though we may be in a crazy shitstorm – that we have to ride through that. And that actually is perfect so we can get through to the other side. I mean, your journey, what you've told me when we've spoken, you had to ride through a lot of stuff. You wouldn't be where you are today if you didn't go through that and go through the Ubers with the babies and, and your health issues as a kid and all of that. It's yeah. made you a stronger practitioner and woman. It is. So anyway, please continue. What you're saying is so powerful yeah. and just us taking responsibility for all aspects of our life is so important. Yes. And just being responsible in those relationships, how we're showing up, the dynamics mm -hmm. that we've created, and also in our health, like how we feel every single day, we are responsible for that. And for me, just the main thing that I did was just keep moving forward. Because no matter what was going on, like I still had kids that I needed to raise, you know, and I had to just keep moving forward, but really reflect and see and look at how can I be responsible here? What changes can I make? And I think part of what I'm hearing, and, and it's from, and I believe it's for you and me, it's whatever the power of grace, how God mm. or divine, divinity, whatever that is, how it speaks to you. It plays such an integral part for many of us that that's what helps to carry us through these difficult times. Yes. And I think I myself always, I always ask all my clients, is there something that you believe in? Do you believe in a higher power? Do you, you know, what do you connect to that allows you to feel grounded or when things are difficult that you can call upon that will help you move through those obstacles. And for me, it's always calling upon grace. Mm, I love and that. I will have the, with God, I'm like, I'm really, I am so pissed off right now. I cannot hear you. Yeah. Give me grace to be okay. Cause I can't hear how I'm supposed to move forward right now. Mm. And actually not hearing anything is actually, is probably the best. Or sometimes God, give me grace. I'm holding the space for a client right now. She is going through so much stuff. How do I show up? Yeah. What is the best that I can offer in terms of, of encouragement and words and also treatment to help that person? I think that's so important for us as practitioners to really be grounded like that. Mm. 
And mm-hmm. so that we can show up for our, our clients or help participants and really right. be there for them. Because a lot of times women come to us and they're coming to us because they have some type of hormonal issue, PCOS, different things. But yeah. really, there's so much more that we carry as women. And then we're able to hold space for them and really be there for them so that they can move forward in their transformation. You just said it. How do we hold space? Yes. Because, and and I would love to hear from you because I know that there are times when I'm working with someone because like all of us right now, we're we're, we're virtual and telehealth. And I have to tell you, my sessions, whether someone is sitting in front of me or they're out on the West Coast, when you connect, mm-hmm. it's almost as if they're in the room when you can kind of have that hold the space. Yes. And then magic shows up for, mm-hmm. for that client and for the words that come through you to assist that that client. Because I think part of it and, and part of the thrust today or the is – women are, per- you're perfect the way you are. I mean, I saw that saying on your wall and I went, oh my God, that's exactly what this podcast is about. We are perfect. Yes. And when we hit these, when we stumble and we feel that we've hit rock bottom and, and if women are going through a difficult time with cancer and autoimmune struggle, how do we hold the space? And to know how can they, that where they are in that moment and I know this sounds really crazy, however they show up is perfect. I agree. Does that make sense? And and I do believe, and I don't talk about this a lot, but I really do believe having a connection to spirit, to your own spiritual journey is part of the healing journey of the body, the body, mind, and spirit. Mm. You can't you can't separate. I agree. It's all completely connected. And that's what I I used to find before I would add in the emotional and spiritual component to my practice. I would Mm -hmm. feel like there was a woman laying on the table in front of me, but there was just so many other ways that I wanted to be able to help her, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm glad to be able to do that now because it's all so important. So what do you see? Like how you're doing a lot of coaching with women. I mean, Mm -hmm. What do you feel is really important in the work that you do with women right now in, in terms of someone comes into you, comes in to see you or virtually now mm-hmm. in our virtual office. And a lot of times and I get this, people come, I need to change my diet. I've been in COVID way too long. I've been drinking too much and just a little too much chocolate, not working out. And I'm not feeling motivated, but I know I have to change my diet and certain things about my hormones and my gut are out of, out of whack. How do you assist someone in leaning into that process and peeling back the onion? Yeah, I, I, I love that analogy you use of pu- pulling back the, the onion. And I think one of the main things that I do with clients is really have them, I want to get an understanding of what their vision is for their lives. Mm-hmm. What is it that they're wanting to create? And then we put together like a customized plan. But what I find is that, and we all need it, is that accountability and just that Mm -hmm. listening ear for someone that's kind of on the outside to find those blind spots, those places that are holding us back that we don't really see. And just that happens in conversation, you know? So, you know, working with people is really just talking with them and pulling the things out of them. And it usually comes up and we're able to break through and then take new action. 
with something different that we can do. I love that taking new action. That really is it. It's and and also look, the the blind spots. That's beautiful. It's true. It's helping people to see that and taking the time to lean into that and also leaning into which I think is a big challenge for women. It's uncomfortable to make change. You know, yeah. in the beginning of working with someone, they're in the honeymoon stage. And I always start going, okay, we're hitting week four, five, six. We're going to start hitting some, like, I don't know if I can do this. And having, working with women and saying, what's coming up for you emotionally? Why, you know, because a lot of times I'll hear from women, and I'd love your uh, view on this. They're like, I get to a certain point at three months, and then I can't continue the program. And they've worked with other people that 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 mark is three months and then they go back to their old habits. And I've said, wow, that's that's okay. That's a story that you've had. What if you could change that? And what if when you hit that 90 day, you go, you start sitting with what's coming up for you? What are you hearing? You know, why is it difficult to sit with what you're feeling? Let's have a breakthrough. Let's talk about it. Because you can break that obstacle. Yeah. You can break that wall and get over it or just get over the wall. I loved what you said earlier about every month we're creating something new. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, I work with women to really kind of connect to that. So even, you know, if they do kind of have a story around 90 days or yeah. four weeks or, you know, sometimes right. people will try some type of challenge and they're done six days later, you know, they tell me about right. it, but really like leaning into that. And sometimes you can incorporate the cycles of the moon with that as well with new moons yeah. and full moons and creating something new and having times of celebration. I really teach my clients to do that. So it's kind of like, we're always starting something new. We're not still doing the same things. Yes. I'm, I'm listening. I'm taking it in. And, and I, I love what you just said. And getting back, you know, again, the, the real challenge for a, a lot of women is changing patterns and habits, mm -hmm. but sitting with what they're feeling. We're not given permission to talk about that. What are we feeling? I, I say to women when they're hitting a block, what's going on? What are you feeling inside? It doesn't have to make sense. Just tell me what's coming up for you. And we'll try to find a solution or a way for you to maybe have a breakthrough today. Yeah, that's really powerful. I know in my own life and then just having worked on it myself, I'm able to just transfer that to my clients. But I've done a lot of work with my inner child mm -hmm. and really just taking those moments to say, what are you feeling and hearing it and even speaking it back to myself. You know, I feel sad. I see you feel sad asking myself, what do I need? What am I telling myself right now? And then reminding myself of the resourceful, powerful grown-up that I am and coming in and mothering that child and reminding her of the truth. Because a lot of times we create those stories and they're false, you know? And then right. if we take action from that false center, from that false place, those stories, then it's, it's never a good thing. It's like the child driving the car. <laughs> so a scary one. Yes. So I, I know for myself when I'm having those feelings and I teach this to my clients, but I come in and I speak that truth and just remind her of who she is. Like you are powerful. You are resourceful. 
They are, you know, you're fully supported by all of life, all of the universe, you know, whatever it is that I'm needing at that moment or she's needing or whatever the case is. But I really think it's important to take action from that place. But I find sometimes women come in and we're just so used to being so frazzled, you know, and kind of knocked around emotionally and not even aware it's unconscious that we're even operating from a wounded 18 year old or a wounded eight year old. Or four-year-old. Or four-year-old. Yeah, exactly what you shared at the beginning. Yes. You know, I was, I don't know, It's it hit me in, in the past few months. Sometimes in life, this is the gift. Things happen to us. We go through a divorce. We have trauma in childhood. Something has happened. They've lost a job. They've had a succession of crappy relationships. They, their parents divorce, whatever. And then there comes a point, or maybe in, in childhood, you didn't get what you you needed. Mm-hmm. Then we have to decide either do we keep saying, well, this happened to me, I'm the way I am because of what happened to me, or do you say, wow, I've been given the gift of free will. Yes, I can actually choose what will make me happy. I can be the one to give me what I never got. And you don't even have to blame, you know, as we grow up, my folks, they gave what they could. And, but there has to come a point where you go, okay, I didn't get what I needed, but I can give myself that now. How magnificent, what do I want to give me that I did not get? And I hit, that hit me a few, I was taking a long walk. I think it was on the belt line and I went, oh my God, that is so powerful. I am the one to choose to give myself the things I didn't get. Yes. Which also goes along with, I am, I will take responsibility for every action in my life. And the gift is free will. You have choices. You can make a choice. So when we're going through difficult times, I mean, I know when I had an eating disorder, I was anorexic and bulimic. And my therapist said after a few sessions, the next time you want to binge and purge, I want you to sit with what you feel. And I was like, I won't drop the F-bomb this time. I was like, what the, what are you talking about sitting with what I feel? I don't even know what that means. And she said, exactly. That's what we get to explore. So with the women today, I say, what would it be like to really sit with the discomfort and allow whatever needs to come up? You talk about it in therapy. You say, God, give me grace. What's, what needs to be expressed? What do I need to acknowledge? How do I be the best mother, as you said to the child, how can I be the best mother to me and give me the things that I need so I can give birth to a new version or an improved version or another version of me? So all that bumpy shit that we go through and the difficulty, how I mean, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but if I didn't have an eating disorder, not that I would wish that on anyone, if I did not go through my journey of what... I always saw light at the end of the tunnel. I knew even in the insanity of the purging, the binging, and the crazy things over the years, I knew that there there was purpose and that somehow I would ride through it and I'd figure out how to do it. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes complete sense. I'm a strong believer that just all things are always working for our good. Yes. You just said so many things that were so powerful just now. (laughs) But I'm right there with you. I agree. Just us 
creating our lives and like sitting with those emotions and allowing ourselves to be with that. I know for myself, I spent a lot of time in my life achieving and doing things. And that allowed me not to deal with things from my past, things, previous traumas from my childhood. And when I allowed myself to really sit with that, there's so much freedom in that, you know, and then you're able to create from that place and create a life that you love. And, you know, with my former spouse, it wasn't a really bad place, but I can proudly say we have an amazing relationship now because I was able to create and I was able to create the dynamics that I wanted in that relationship for our children. And I always kept a mind of, I want to create an environment where my children thrive, where they see their mother Mm -hmm. and father getting along. And I never wanted them to be a part of any of the drama or even the other relationship in my life would be my mother. You know, Mm -hmm. we had a very kind of volatile relationship when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. And I remember in college, someone talking to me about their mother and like, how did me and my mom have such a good relationship? And I was like, I stopped making her wrong, you know? I stopped making her wrong. Say that again. (laughs) I stopped making her wrong. You know, I stopped making my ex-husband wrong. You know, when we do things like make the other person wrong and then with that, we get to be right. Yeah, that feels good, I guess. But then we create separation and you can't create from that space. No, that's beautiful. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, that's that's another I feel. um you know, this this move to Atlanta, I think, has opened up a lot for me. I, I feel living in New York was a, was wonderful, and it was time to go. And then I landed in this beautiful city of Charleston. I met some lovely people, but it just wasn't a good fit for me energetically. And being here in, in Atlanta, I don't know. There's, I think it's also something about the literal environment of the rocks and the stone and the clay. I feel very grounded here. Mm. I was, I live by water, which was quite beautiful. And also the threat of hurricanes and evacuations, which yeah. I just got tired of. But what is interesting is that I've gone through a really big health healing since I've moved to Atlanta. Mm. And I feel that, you know, in Chinese medicine, we talk about possession of evil spirits and stuff. Well, quite honestly, I had to clear a lot of parasites. And now working on mycotoxins, I feel completely different. That is amazing. That is great. Because when you have these things in you, and yes, many of us do, they're draining your energy. They're also taking your nutrients and then when you release them from your system, I cannot tell you, I, and I think I said this the other day, and I sincerely mean it, I have never, even though I'm clearing a lot of mycotoxins or mold, I have never felt this good in my entire life. I love I that. I feel energetically free. I feel liberated. My health is good. My energy is great because I'm clearing out old stuff. Literally. You in, know what I in, find? Oh, go ahead. Me and energetically. No, I want you to please speak. <laughs> oh, no. I I find a lot of times with the women that I work with, because my issue was always kind of on the other extreme of like weight and stuff like that, Put, putting yeah. on, you know, 30 pounds, trying to lose, do yo-yo diets, all kinds of different stuff. But I've really learned even for myself how to get that weight off and keep it off and maintain that in ways that make mm-hmm. sense. And, but what I found with the women that I work with with wanting to lose weight, really when they get aligned 
and they get their life and integrity and stuff like that, that weight just falls off. I mean, it is incredible. I love seeing that. Just, do you know why? Because you know, their cortisol levels are dropping. Yep. They're not in a fight or flight. Yes. They're not fighting in their lives. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's it's amazing. Or I'm sure you've heard this. I don't understand. I went away on vacation for two weeks to Europe. I ate everything and I lost weight. <laughs> that was pre-COVID, by the way. <laughs> and I think like, because you weren't stressed, your cortisol levels, when you're under stress, it's a lot of times what is that I see in my practice, I'll say to people, are you stressed? I'm like, no. You know, like, mm. and then you hear the story and sometimes you don't hear until later. They're like, oh, by the way, yes. this is going on in my relationship. Oh, by the way, I feel like I'm in the midst of an IVF treatment and we've got to work other jobs to get the money to do. And I'm like, and the women I'm working with, their stress is through the roof. Yes. And I hear what they're trying to do, but it works against them and balancing their hormones. Yeah, we as women, we're kind of programmed to just take on a whole lot, way too much. So a lot of times, I find that too, if I ask, you know, are you stressed? Like, no, I'm good. (laughs) You know, and the same thing, like you said, there's just all of these monumental life things going on that are stressful, that are shooting those cortisol levels up. And they don't realize, especially when it comes to fertility, that's how come there's so many women, a lot of times with the IVF, We'll try that and try and try and do different things. And then they stop. And then they're kind of removing the stress of doing that from their lives. And they're able to relax. And they're like, oh, I got pregnant. Or maybe they'll adopt. You know, they kind of just Mm -hmm. give up completely and adopt. And then they end up pregnant, you know. But it it has so much to do with relaxing. I, I think what is a challenge for women, and that goes for me and probably you, Sometimes when we're trying so hard to make something happen and it mm-hmm. doesn't fall into place, you have to ask yourself, do I need to step back and let it go, do it differently, revisit it? I mean, there was a point where I really thought I was going to, I was in Charleston, I had practiced up in, in DuPont Circle in D.C., thought I was going to be moving to D.C., loved D.C., but things weren't falling into place. So there I was in a Firestone parking lot because... I was getting my car repaired. I was always getting that car repaired. And I sat in front of the, in the parking lot and I went, I am done. I do not want struggle in my life. Going up to DC is too much for me. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to stay in Charleston and just keep my feet firmly planted and figure out where I want to land next. And I felt this massive weight lift and I went, oh, Oh, I wasn't meant to go to D.C. Oh, that wasn't a fail. It just wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. I was being redirected go. somewhere else, but I didn't know where I was being redirected. So a lot of times, and I, I know this is, you know, talking about fertility, a lot of women, it's a real struggle, but they have so much on their plate. Mm-hmm. And it's a question of, can you take something off your plate and really trust in other health issues that if you do that, another door will open that will assist you? Do you know what I'm saying? We as women pile our plates way too high. Yes. What you just said about like being open to other things. You know, I think a lot of times the traditional route doesn't work for people, but they don't know where else to go. They don't know about some of the things that we do in our programs with detoxification pathways and micronutrients and 
all of that, which are so huge as far yeah. as wanting to get pregnant or even just dealing with regular health issues. I have a client that's going through a lot of health issues and had a history of cancer and different autoimmune stuff. And she's presently living in an environment that that has mold and um, there's a lot of pesticides in the house. Oh, it's wow. a long story. I don't want to reveal too much. And I said to her, you got to get out of that house. She said, no, but I want to save up for my, my own house. I said, if you stay there any longer, you're going to start, I mean, her joints were getting achy. I said, mm. your health is your house. I yeah. said, you'll buy a house later on. I said, the most important thing is your health because without that, you're not going to be able to afford a house. Yeah. And or sometimes even when we you have, get there, enjoy it, you yeah. know? Or yes, or sometimes, and I'm sure you've done this, we're, we have to take a step back and say, what's the most important thing? I, I had a, another young gal who's up in Georgia, and she's going through a lot of changes in her life and had gotten married very young. She's living at home and was trying to do so much and felt so overwhelmed and paralyzed. She was looking for work and editing a lot out. She's got a brother that lives in Austin. I said, hey, sweetheart, have you asked your brother if you could live with him? Because she wanted to live somewhere else. He said, sure, you can live with me. So she was trying to do all these other things so she could go. And, and I said to her, why don't you take some stuff off your plate? Just focus on saving some money, live with your brother, and you'll get a job when you get to Texas, Austin. I said, you can start looking now and lining things up. And she went, oh, my God, I never thought about this. So guess yeah. what? I spoke to her two weeks ago. She's going to be moving to Austin in two months. She figured out a plan, how to save some money for the move. And she's going to start looking and she'll continue looking when she gets to Austin. I know something beautiful will line up. But she kept having this vision that it had to happen a certain way. Yeah. And she was feeling so overwhelmed. And I just said, sometimes you have to trust if you let things go, other opportunities open up. And that's actually what happened for her. That's beautiful. And that's just like all, like how you create space for your clients, Meg, that right there, like seeing their blind spots and helping them to have those breakthroughs. That's life changing. You know, imagine if she didn't have you, she'd still kind of be stuck in this really? trying to force a situation that might not be best for her. But it's really wonderful that you were able to be there for her and provide mm -hmm. that space and be that ear and see those blind spots. Thank you. And I feel that you and I've, and I want to hear more about your clients, but I would love to hear how you feel about this. I feel the, the longer I do what I do, we can give people all the supplements in the world, mm -hmm. put them on food programs, but it's reflecting back to someone, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. It may seem really scary in your life, but I'm going to walk with you on this path and you're going to find your way. Yes. You know, and, and to be supportive. And as you said earlier, how do we hold the space for women? That is so much of what we do. When you can hold the space for a woman, then she can find her steps along that path and then more willing to make the changes in her I, health and diet. I, 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 right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think the one thing that I love about like moving from like even practitioner to coach mm. is coaches are there to empower yeah. and just really reconnect people to their source. Because 
the women that we work with, they are perfect, whole and complete just as they are. You know, everything that they have, everything that they need, they already have it. But as a coach, we're able to bring all of that out of them and help them create new futures for themselves that wouldn't otherwise Amen. have even yeah. existed. Yeah. You must do that well for your clients. <laughs> you want to talk about, you have a program. I would love for you to share. What is the name of your program? Boss Lady. Yes. <laughs> Tell people about Boss Lady. I think it's so great. <laughs> so Boss Lady, basically, I take you through a discovery process. We sit down together and we see what's going on with you, you know, find out what you're deficient in, whether that's micronutrients or sleep or you're just not breathing. You don't have the oxygen that you need, you know. Breathing, um, oh my God. We look at toxins. We've talked a lot tonight about mold and mycotoxins. I do that as well. So we look at that yeah. and parasites because those, like you said, like to deplete your nutrients. They love heavy metals, all those types of things. Right. So we really look at that. And then also just what are, where are your blind spots and mm -hmm. what is it that you're wanting to create? So I take my clients through a discovery process and then I move them into optimization. So that's where we're going to optimize all of those nutrients and antioxidants, just everything that you're missing. We're going to make sure that we start putting that into your life, detox your pathways and everything like that, get those up mm -hmm. and going the way that they should. And that's really important that it's done correctly to not overwhelm the system. Right. Yes. So we take a lot of time doing that and making sure that it's done correctly and mm -hmm. customized specifically yes, to you. Customized. It's not a cookie cutter recipe. Everyone's very different. Everyone is very different. And you and I are very aligned on that. Yes. Yeah. And then SOAR. So SOAR is just the part where we are absolutely like building community in your lives, accountability. I'm really big on um, creating powerful habits. James Clear, his book is Atomic Habits. I love that. I really use that to reduce stress in my life and oh, create wow. habits that I love, you know, and then get rid of habits that aren't good for me. <laughs> so I teach that to my clients. I'll include that in the show notes for people so they can check out that book. Perfect. And I will also include your program where if people want to get in touch with you, you really rock it with women. Oh. I love what you do. I really do. And again, it's so interesting how we have a song that we sing and the right people show up Yes, with the right practitioner. I love your song. I think Thank it's great. You. It's got a great melody. I'm all about women being powerful and healthy in yes. all areas of their lives. Amen. Exactly. All areas. Again, and I've, I've said this to women, I can give you all the supplements yes. and I can give you the dietary guidelines, but I want to have help you have that breakthrough yes. where you can be the one to go, oh, I'm, I am a priority. I can be a priority and have that sacred space within me internally and externally in my world and still take care of my family, yes. but still have know what I need. So I could show up for my family tribe because women are always in charge of the tribes yes, and the tribal members. But to be able to, I love when women say, Meg, guess what I did? And they share their wins, yes. you know, and I love when I have women that have crazy town hours and they create these great meal plans and they've, 
they make meals, they pop them in the freezer. If somebody gets home early, the husband or one of the kids takes it out of the freezer and they've created a rhythm of a routine. They're like, yeah. I can do this. Yes. Because their kitchen is a apothecary and then finding that downtime for themselves and with family. You know, a lot of times I say to women, why don't you go for, for a stroll with your husband after dinner? Great way to reconnect and just chill and, you know, just release some of that stress of the day. I mean, it's all these little things. That make such a huge impact. Epsom salt baths. Oh my God, I miss it. I don't have a bathtub in my apartment. Oh. I have these beautiful walk-in showers. But I miss, I miss a bathtub. Oh my but goodness. I do, I do have an infrared blanket. That's so nice. infrared is really great. It's a it's a blanket that heats up with infrared light and or heat. And what it does, it actually helps to pull toxins out. It heats you from the inside out. So it pulls toxins out on the skin. You sweat it and you quickly take a shower and get that out of your, off your skin. But what would, oh my God, I, you're such a love. <laughs> Thank you. You really are. You're such a blessing to women. What else do you want to share be, before we conclude our, our episode today? I just want the women that are listening, I want you to be reminded and know who you are. I want you to know that you are powerful, that you are loved, that you are fully supported by all of life, that you are enough, and that anything that you want to create in your life, it can be created, that you have everything that you need inside of you. So... Could you actually, what is one thing they could do to help them connect to that? Because there are women listening to that going, I can't do that. I don't even know where to start. Mm. Could you give a couple of recommendations? I would say take the next step. Whatever that next step is, I would say call on Meg, you know, I mean, call I a get yeah. a guide, get someone that can help you because it's probably yes. unclear to you and Mm -hmm. What we're able to do as practitioners that work as coaches, we're able to empower you and we're able to create that guide for you step yes. by step, customized, and really get you from a place of where you are right now and you may not be happy to a place where you are thriving. Exactly. Exactly. That's what it's about. And then I'm I think all of us, we need a coach or we need someone to help us with our health, even as practitioners. You reach out to other people. I do too. I need yes. somebody to help tweak me. Like, I, I don't want to be tweaking me all the time. <laughs> I, I actually, there's a gym in my neighborhood, this local gym. I adore it. And they have group fitness classes uh, around 530. I love going. I found this great tribe of people, all ages, all sizes. And we just hang out and we get to celebrate for an hour and just have a blast. Oh, that sounds and so fun. It's so much fun. And you're right. And and I also love, I don't have to be a practitioner. I want somebody telling me what to do for that hour yes. of my workout. <laughs> and it's nice to have someone guide you. Yes. And so I love when I have, you know, clients who are like, just tell, show me how to go about this. I'm like, that's why I'm here. That's why yeah. we get to meet as you do. You meet with someone, you're probably with them an hour and a half or your initial, and you have these follow-ups within like three, four weeks. And you keep them on course and you have a program, as I will too, that they have something to support that process and mm -hmm. they feel they're not alone. They're aligned with you 
and they have something to follow. And then, then they start having these miraculous wins and breakthroughs. And then they go, I am perfect the way I am. God damn it. Yes. Yes. And they feel powerful and healthy in all aspects of their lives. And it's just so rewarding. Like you said, when you get on the call with them and you're like, tell me your wins, come on, I want to hear them. And just to see that transformation, just seeing people's lives transform. It's so amazing. I've been hearing this for the past year or two. I'll go for walks and I, and I'll just, you know, have conversations with, with heaven, with, with God, the divine, and I'll say, what is heaven like? I mm. want to experience heaven. And what I'll hear is, why do you think you're not in heaven now? Mm. Wow. You're like, you're in heaven. Don't you realize that? You're just in an aspect of heaven. You've never left. Yes. I'm like, oh, and that, that comes through very strongly. Yeah. Don't ever think you're not in heaven. Yes. So I think we seek something else. It's right here. We're just, uh, I mean, I could go on about that, but I was like, yeah, no, it makes complete sense. We have the ability to manifest what we want here on earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, like right now to have that in our lives, like right now, (laughs) like we can live in heaven. Absolutely. And you, I mean, I love your story. I love that you shared. I love the van. You were like, you kept that van. I I had a client today who's struggling with finances and one of her, her main car broke down. She's she's graduated. She's a social worker. And she's like, yeah, she has this big truck. I'm like, what are you doing with a big truck? I said, I bet your payments are really high. It's like, get rid of the truck, sell it, get a smaller car. And then you won't feel like you're struggling. You don't need, I said, why do you have a truck? She's like, I want a truck. I'm like, you don't need a truck. (laughs) You know, there's a big time financial guru that I kind of follow. And Mm. he talks about live like nobody else now. So later Mm. you can live like nobody else. And I Mm. really took hold of that, especially when I was in, you know, very broke place in my life broken in many ways. Well, never broken. Mm. We are perfect, whole and complete. But really like if you're willing to put in the work to do what other people aren't doing right now, whether that's with your health, whether it's with your relationships, whether it's with your finances, you will one day live like nobody else, you know? (laughs) And then people will be coming to you, asking you (laughs) for help and tell me how you got from point A to point B. How did you do it? Right. How did you do it? So, I, Alicia, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for such a beautiful conversation. I feel that you shared so many wonderful gems and pearls today that a lot of women can relate to and hopefully feel incredibly inspired. So in the show notes, I will leave Alicia's contact information in that book because I want to pick up that book. And everyone, thank you so much for joining me today on the Hormone Lifestyle Zone. Please subscribe on Spotify or iTunes. Please give a fabulous review because it will bring more women to the show. And we want to share this information. It's really important to have women feel empowered. And again, if you want to work with me, go to MegRuChichi.com. All my contact information is there. So until the next episode, I will actually be having Dr. Uh, Lillian Shapiro. She's a gynecologist here in Atlanta, and she is going to talk about pelvic pain, endometriosis, 
interstitial cystitis and fibroids. She told me exactly what she wanted to talk about. So we're going to have a discussion about that. And uh, I will see you in a few weeks and take care. And sweet lovelies, I send you love and grace and a big hug. All the best.